Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Welcome, everyone. Another Monday. Another Monday. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and I am Charlie. And, of course, I would then be Eva. Exactly. So that was good. <laughs> um, you know, I was just thinking about the commercial, and it has that part in there, are you concerned about your job, are you concerned about losing it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just concerned about losing it. You know, not even just losing my job, but just, you know, losing it. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just it in general. In general, It's yeah. like when Clinton says, it depends on what is, is, you're saying, you just don't want to lose it. Just don't want to lose it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, the mission of Corporate Talk is to leave no stone unturned, to use our collaborative power to make a difference, even as one person. Correct. Right. And we're now uh, four years deep. We're in our fifth year. Yes, we just had our anniversary show last week, so that's fun. And um, we're pumped. We're pumped, as they say. Yes, we are pumped. We've got a lot going on. So, um, you know, the intro to the show, right, are you concerned about your job, concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools. That's the word we want to stop on today, right? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, because that's what we need, right? And we hear it all the time. You know, we had people on and they say, well, what's in your toolkit? You know, today we are going to learn some really cool tools. We're going to learn some cool tools. And this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. Right. Right. It's we're talking communication and how to present and, you know, as you know, I have suffered with debilitating stage fright, but I've also trained as an actor, too, as Ooh. well as doing <laughs> as well as 30 years in corporate. So this all just ties in so nicely together. So I'm excited. Right. And, um, you know, as I just briefly want to also say, you know, guests, we've had great guests in the past and we love them all. And sometimes we hear. Unless you, unless you can sell something, you know, if you can sell something, you can do anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, however, right, if you are in sales, but you're not really presenting yourself in a inspiring, likable way, you're going to struggle. Right. And what I, you know, it's funny what I found is, so I've talked to a lot of people about stage fright and about presenting and and what I find is so there, there's some people that will actually admit that they have stage fright and then there'll be other people that said that they don't have stage fright and then they get up to speak and you're like oh well that was a little flat so even if you don't have stage fright communication is a skill and it's a skill that's learnable and teachable right so it's not like um, if you're in sales if you're if you're good at selling, you could do anything. It's really if you know how to present yourself in an inspiring way, then you can do anything. Well, and it's not just about sales, right? No, it has nothing to do with sales. Right. I mean, we're constantly communicating, and we communicate in so many different ways, and now we have opportunities to communicate in even more ways with video and audio. So we have a 
fantastic guest that I'm going to bring out. Um, Lori is a little bit of every type of expert you can imagine from acting to teaching to corporate training to coaching. I mean, um, if you want to talk about subject matter expertise regarding the mastering the art of communication, you have come to the right place. Absolutely. So I would like to introduce our very special guest, Lori Burton. Lori, are you with us? I am with you. I certainly am. Hey. Hi, Lori. Thank Hi. you so much. Welcome to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. It's a um, pleasure to, to be with you again, even though it's not in person. <laughs> yes, it's been a while. And, you know, we, we're, I'm holding your, your, um, book up, um, presenting you, you skills from the actor's playbook to master the art of communication. I mean, to me, this is the secret of everything. It is the secret right? of everything. I um, agree. Good. Oh, it really is. Learning how to master the art of communication. Just being yourself, being able to reach out to people and connect. Yeah. Um, and it's not that easy. It's not that easy. But, you know, <laughs> no. you hear all the time people say, well, uh, I was told that I have to be authentic, so I'm being authentic. But they're not. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what you mean. It's not that easy. Right. It's not that easy. So, Lori, share with us uh, before we start. Maybe some uh, contact information, website, and so our listeners have it, and then we can go from there. Yes, let me give you uh, my website. It's Lori Burton Training. Lori is L-A-U-R-I-E, burtontraining.com. And they can get the book there, and they can also get the book on Amazon, and they can uh, make contact. My phone number is there for them to, to call if they'd like, and we have some free, 15 free um, uh Lessons uh, that they can sign up for on how to give a, a brief, just brief little videos on how to be yourself when you're saying something as simple as your name, even your name. When you're, you know, it's, it's funny because we're so similar in this because that's one thing that I always bring up is that even when I would go to be introduced in a meeting and they would say, why don't we go around the room and introduce ourselves? That could even send me into a panic. So I get that. Oh, yeah. I see. Don't you just see that all the time? All People, the time. They just cringe, and they just say it as fast as they can to get off the spot, and or they say it as a question mark. Uh, that's the that that's rampant. Hi, um, I'm Lori Burton. Am I sure? Rather <laughs> than Hi, I'm Lori Burton. Period. Yeah. You know, owning and that. I love that because I talk about that too with the question mark. Because people always go up on the end. And that we could talk about that, Lori, for an hour. I it know. It makes me crazy. And I do it myself, which makes me even crazier when I hear myself do it. And then I just want to pull it back. <laughs> the thing is, right, um, what we found in corporate is um, lately from out from my 40 years, um, people don't realize the power that we bring to the table and we need to own it and present oh. it as such. And not just what a, what it seems like we do, Lori, is at the end of the day, we just say yes to everything and forget about communicating. You mean just people in general? People at work. in general at work. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. um, well, it, it, it takes too much time to just voice your own opinion and have to go through objections and w one thing leads to another, I guess. People don't want to go. They want, want, they want life. Life to be simpler. It's so complicated. It's so filled with have tos. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at your book, and again, it's presenting you, you skills from the actor's playbook to master the art of communication, um, and it's available on your website at lauriburtontraining.com and also Amazon. Just, you know, look up presenting you. It's kind of covert, right? Because your book is sort of like about what you think about, not how to act, you know, like if you're sitting at a table and you notice this or you notice that, you know, what are your thoughts? That's what I really like about the book. It's sort of like secrets of presenting you that you may not even know, right? Oh, so, right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we go, I go deeply into the senses and how that feeds into every moment you're alive. But we just take it all for granted. Our passions are determined by our senses. They're right there. I'm passionate. They're in every moment. You can determine if you like, if you're passionate about something, or if it's boring. It's an emotional point of view. It's it, creating that and knowing it and living by it is 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 in extra. It's it's exciting. Um, it's it makes almost you exciting. Like you can, you know, we hear all the time, right, about the elevator pitch yeah. and stuff. You almost can make it emotional without even speaking if you're presenting yourself properly right you could really you could keep it very simple um provided you have the right presence you know um and i i just think that's important people really they lose sight of the soft skill emotion and Mm -hmm. focus on you know the secret buzzwords or the the power speech and so on and you know, well, it's, you can have a you can have a power speech, and if you don't have energy, it'll be boring. Yeah, the energy that you present yourself with is key. Before you've ever said a word, people are reading your energy level. So if you're presenting your elevator speech with "Hi, I'm Lori Burton. I'm really happy to be here today. I'm <laughs> Lori Burton. I teach community." It's got to have energy behind it. Yeah, people um, are afraid. Are they? Don't you think they're afraid somehow to connect with that, or they'll feel like they overpower? Or they just move on emotionally and don't even listen. Well, one of the things that you do, Lori, is that you videotape people, and I think that that is so key because we mm-hmm. don't always realize what we look and sound like. And oh. so I think sometimes, especially people that tend to be a little bit more quiet on the quiet side, mm-hmm. if they're even just a a touch louder, they think that they're like energized. Yes, yes, right. and, and it feels—it's so strange to them. Yes, that, that they—it feels like yes, it's way over the top, and it's just possibly one step above where they were, but it feels huge. So they have wow. to get used to it coming out of the shell. You know, it's what I call crossing the imaginary line. That imaginary line is between. It's even over the phone. There's an imaginary line between you and me. Or there's an imaginary, imaginary line, line between myself and my audience. Or one-on-one. So I have to cross that line with my energy so that you get it. So that I make contact. If you're behind the line, you're not reaching the audience. Hmm. Right. And, and it's so important, when you, especially when you're on the phone. I mean, so much of work now is over the phone. Mm-hmm. And if you don't cross that line and if you're just quiet, if you thought they were looking 
looking over you when you were in a meeting when everybody was there. They're certainly going to overlook you when you're on the phone if you don't have energy and you don't have a strong voice. Wow. Right. And this is tricky, right? Because it's tricky. you can actually promote that disconnect by um, you kind of feel more comfortable on the phone because you're detached, you're private. You mm. can, you know, mm, so you, point. yeah, good you point. don't present and it, it could actually promote that disconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they might feel safer on the phone where they might express more, but can't do it in person. Yeah, right. And that's true too. It just depends on who all's on the phone. We've been on so many calls, right? I mean, there, you can have the bully even on the call. Yeah. And, but there's a couple <laughs> of other things too. And I know we're kind of shotgunning here, but, um, and we'll come back to your background and, no, that's fine. and everything in a second, but it's more, it's kind of everything. You know, I was thinking you could be sitting at a conference room. Before you even speak, the game is over because of your slouching energy. Right. You know? Yes. Uh, but then again, on the phone, you don't have that. So you have to probably be a little more aware oh, of the yes. energy. Right? I, yeah. I mean, I'm on my feet pacing around this room right now because it keeps my energy going. Mm, I, can't, I can't sit and talk to you over the phone about what I do. I also get excited, so I'm up out of the chair even if I started there, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like me. Yeah, that's Charlie. Um, okay. <laughs> that's Charlie. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna take a break in a second, but I wanted to, um, ask also one other method, and that's writing. Is there any way you could somehow get that presence in your writing skills? Does that make sense? Because, and I'll say that because, you know, it's a global economy. And a lot of our business partners are from other parts of the world, and we may not even speak the same language, but it just seems like through email we communicate. So even there might even be words we choose in our email that can help, I would think. Well, here's the thing. Emails drive me nuts because there's no emotion in the in the meaning of the word. If I say, um, you are a wonderful person, and I write that. You're, you're saying, I, you're getting I'm a wonderful person, but you're not hearing, you're a wonderful person. It's actually love, yeah, what you just, everything you just said is not happening because you're not there. Right. right. You're just reading it. Or the right. way Charlie says is like, oh, wonderful. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, so, no, this is this is really good. I'm actually learning a lot. So now with emails, you want to you wanna drive that person to meet quickly or speak. Uh, quickly, rather yeah. than just continue an email right. Uh, right. relationship. The emails okay. are the bane of our existence. Yeah, Nobody's they are. hearing the emotions in the words and the intention. Um, this is fantastic. We have a lot to discuss here. We're going to take our first break. I'm holding the book up again. It's Presenting You by Laurie Burton at Laurie Burton Training. Uh, Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. We'll be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning shared leadership training seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization regardless of your job description. 
CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information and to order, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Well, we're already into segment two. And I don't want this hour to end because <laughs> I could talk about this all day. We're speaking with Lori Burton. She's the author of Presenting You, Use Skills from the Actor's Playbook to Master the Art of Communication. And you can learn more about Lori at her website at lauriburtontraining.com. And Lori helps speakers become better speakers. And she also does corporate training and helps with not only just presentations, but video and any other medium that you happen to be working in. So, Lori, I wanted to t- kind of take a step back a little bit. And I know you're a veteran performer You've been performing for, I think, over 30 years in film, television, and theater. And you also have taught directing and communications. How did you start moving into helping people in corporate learn how to communicate? That was funny. Um, I watched a woman on television. She was a psychologist. and She was talking about how she was training doctors and lawyers to go on talk shows and be more comfortable. And I thought, well, what does she know about that? Well, uh, she's, she's talking about training, and she's on the television show right now, but how many times has she really been under pressure with that eye of the camera lens pointing at you and how to deal with that? I thought, I can do that. So I talked to my friend, um, my dear friend who has passed on, Meredith McRae, um, of the, you know, Mm-hmm. the family there, and she said, I'm, we're going to a women in film um, party and for Christmas. You're a member, so let's go, and I have a, a doctor who's going to be there, and I'm going to introduce you to him. He's going to be your first client. I'll be darned if she didn't do that. And he, <laughs> I walked, he <laughs> grabbed me by the hand. I walked up shaking because I didn't know what I was going to say to him. I got through it, and that was my first client, this doctor who was going to be on her show. Oh, and, wow. And from there, and I remember when I walked in the door, and he had a writer friend there with him, they, and they both looked at me like, are you kidding? You're going to teach us how to speak on camera and be comfortable? I, I mean, it was, you know, I got a lot of that when I was Yeah, young. I bet, I bet. <laughs> when I was a lot younger. <laughs> Until the lights go on, like you said, right, on right. that person. Right. Yes, they give you that. You have to end building trust in those first, 15 minutes is key to getting people to go for what I'm doing with them. You know, I'm really changing the way they communicate, changing the way they think about communicating and how how they reach out to people, how they let people know who they are. They bring their personality out. Oh, it's it's big. It's so big. And I know that that is something, you know, I, I said in the beginning that, debilitating stage fright is something that I really struggled with 
the bulk of my life starting for some reason it surfaced in high school and it just got progressively worse and worse and worse. And I really could have used you as my friend <laughs> back then to have helped me because at the time I would go to Toastmasters and nobody was really addressing it. All of a sudden, like after a year, they said to me, well, you haven't gotten up to speak. And I'm like, no. And then I never came back because I knew the pressure would start, you know, would come on because yeah. we were, we were in Chicago and Chicago had a huge Toastmasters group downtown. So it was just like way too many people. Or I'd go to presentations classes and they would talk about butterflies in your stomach, but no one really addressed a couple of things. They didn't address authenticity back then and they didn't address how to really handle the nerves. And then when I started taking acting classes, it was the same thing. I remember being at Victory Gardens in Chicago and they said, what's your goal? And my goal was to be able to get up there and be able to deliver a monologue comfortably. But nobody could show me how to do that. And what I love about your book is that you actually talk about that, like how to start becoming comfortable, how to start letting your own personality out. Because so many times we try to be somebody else. Yes. Yeah, well, and the the nerves drive that. Tension drives you into making Weird choices. I, who's talking up there and what am I saying and why did I just say that? Where did it come from? Tension's in control. Yeah. It's got you by the neck and you're, and it's taking you for, forward whether you like it or not. But the opposite of that is a racehorse energy where you've, it's, it, you're working, it's, uh, you're working with this tension and you're both on the same side and you're going forward and it feels really good. You're ready to, to jump out of the, uh, stall. What is it? A stall? The horse yeah, is yeah, a it gate. is. Yeah. It's a gate. The gate. <laughs> a gate. I, yeah. Hello. A gate. But well, right. wait. But that'll generate some anxiety. Also, it's sort of like learning to ride a bicycle, and now you're pedaling downhill. You're going kind of fast. That creates tension. Yeah. But it's sort of like in the zone tension. I think. Right. It's a different yes. type. Yes, and you can walk out there and be really comfortable, and you're starting to make it contact with the audience, and then something will throw you and the tension will come back. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a constant acknowledging it where it, it's in, oh, my God, my heart's beating. Like, oh, no, now it's in my, my legs are shaking. You have to be in, in um, contact with it and, and making, you know, making friends with your tension. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it just gets in, it takes control and leads you, as I said before, into the never, 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 never land. They never want to go there. Well, and you get this weird, like you were saying, you get this weird out of body, right? All of a sudden, oh. you know, I'd be sitting there and I'd, I'd be thinking to myself, I, I could hear myself talking and uh-huh. then I could hear myself saying to myself, you're an idiot. You sound <laughs> like an idiot, right? And oh my God, you're turning red. And now what? Now what are you going to do? And the whole time you're also trying to communicate something. You're having... You're like a split brain. You're like yeah. <laughs> you're having multiple it really personalities. It, 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 it's just, it's, it, you never want to be there. And I really right. try, you know, I've been, I've been there several times in my life. We, it's just so scary. The first time I ever did a, uh, a day on a soap opera I was on for a while, I was petrified. I did, I, I, I was nauseous. I was, how was mm-hmm. I going to say those, make, make that entrance and, Say the lines. I was so scared. I'll never forget that. I don't know how I got through it. You know, we all have those moments, right? How did right. I get through it? Right. 
you know, one thing you got to say about the politicians today, you got to give them credit because they never fail to speak when it's time for them to speak. They may not make sense, but right. if they said something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they do, yeah, they do, may not make sense indeed, but they do get they get through it. They have they're in it. They love it. Mm. Most of so, them love it. There were several that, that didn't love it. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about how to bring those nerves down, because I know you address that, because powering through doesn't really work. I mean, you can power through, but unless you address what the issue is, you just keep powering through, and each time you do it, it just, I mean, I would power through it, but then it was just the nerves were always there and always there and always there. Yeah. Um, Before people make before you make an entrance or before you're going to do what, what it is that makes you tense, it's great if you can do a big exercise, something jumping jacks or throwing punches, something physical that will get rid of those, those impulses, I call them. Their tension, their, their, if you, like if you um, make a fist, real tight fist, and let it go, you can feel those, those impulses just going out your fingertips. That's what tension does It's inside our body. It gets caught in there, and we don't know what to do with it. So releasing it, like tensing up your whole body, including your face, in the moment, just when you're standing and then letting it go, and then taking a breath, it really helps. Deep breathing. Everybody says that word every day. It really is the major key. Mm-hmm. I know for me, right, I used to say, even when we first started doing this, uh, shadow boxing in the green room before <laughs> yes. we go on the air. It's the same type of thing, oh, right? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, just throwing those punches and making a sound. Getting the sound out as well as the punches, you know, and ah, and, uh, ah, uh, when you're throwing a punch. Anything physical. And then when you're, once you have done that, to then say, how do I feel? Because how you feel changes instantly. Yeah, and that, and that can translate into um, walking from your office to a meeting room, even. Yes, you know? yes, <laughs> right. Yes, you feel great. You left, and then all of a sudden, you're getting closer, and you're thinking, "Oh God, how, how do I feel?" Well, I'm feeling tense. Where's yeah. the tension? So it's it's a constant checking in. Or driving to an interview yes. or to an audition. Right. Yes, or you're you're great from the audition. You open the door in the walk in the room, and there are five guys sitting there, and you're going, "Oh dear!" <laughs> you're, yeah. Suddenly, you had the lines, and you were ready to go and do my. I was ready to do the reading, and I just got all tense because of the way they did something or acted, and I was thrown off. Yeah. <laughs> and so then, when you get thrown off. What would you suggest? So you get thrown off, and all of a sudden you're in the middle of it. You're feeling good, right? Mm-hmm. You got in, you started, and you messed it up. Now, now what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you have the chance to say, "Can I do that again?" Mm-hmm. Or you could, you know, nowadays I just say, "Whoa, what was that I just said?" I I call myself on being making a a, a bad mistake in the middle of a speech or say, what was I saying? I just got lost. I'll share it with them. Went, rather than covering it up and going, um, yeah. uh, um, uh, just say, I got lost here, guys. Let me wait, let me take a minute. You know what's funny, right, with that, Lori Wu? But, a lot of times we hear the opposite, right? Power yeah. through it. Don't even bring it up. 
find your place again. No one will even notice. But then that kind of takes away your authenticity. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And and it's it's much more real for them, and they get a kick out of it because it yeah. is it is being real. So it's a constant tension. You know, I've always thought that tension is is talent, is unexpressed talent. And my people have said, what? <laughs> but if you let it out, it's part of your talent. Tension is, is innate. It's, it's part of the ride. It's, it's a good thing. If you're te- it, it, it gets the juices going, and it's yeah. in the positive way, it's, it's a really good thing. But the negative is so bad, it takes away from the positive side. <laughs> Well, and it just means that you care so much. You know, you want it to be good. You want yeah. to make an impact. Oh, I know. If we all did, just didn't care. See, I've gotten to the point a lot, most of the time, I can say, uh, where I just have, you know, I've spilled so much blood in acting and doing exercises <laughs> and going through all those things that I just don't, it's not that I don't care, it's that, I'm going to be real, and I'm going to be, and if you don't like it, that's fine. A lot right. of people will. Right. I'm just take it or leave it kind of thing, because I know how much I have to offer, and I know how valuable it is. And some people want it, and some people just can't, and it's not for them. Now, I love this conversation. We're going to go ahead and take our second break, and then when we come back, we're going to keep talking with Lori Burton, the author of Presenting You. Use skills from the Actors Playbook to master the art of communication. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and we'll be right back. Charlie Labosco is an author, speaker, and trainer with over 40 years' experience in the corporate workplace. Contact Charlie today to interact, influence, and inspire others in your organization. Whether it's a one-hour keynote presentation or a five-day training seminar, Charlie is available to speak on many topics, including making a difference in the workplace, even as one person, building shared leadership teams, and his signature award-winning seminar, Care Certification in the Workplace. Charlie speaking at your organization will make a difference on day one. For more information and to book Charlie, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on TalkZone. Okay, guys, welcome back. We are talking with um, actor, trainer, professor, um, and many other author and author. I'm going to hold the book up again. Uh, Lori Burton and uh, her website is LoriBurtonTraining.com. That's L-A-U-R-I-E Burton, as in Richard. Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, I wanted to say a couple things first, Lori. So uh, we have accountability, is what I always say, to bring it. Okay. And we can't let afford to let fear get in the way because. Our companies need us now more than ever, but they need our A-game. And, you know, this book, present, Presenting You, has tools in it to help us nurture our A-game. Oh, um, it's a great book. It's a yeah, great it book. It really is. Great. Uh, the other thing is, now, I want to share something with uh, Eva. So, you see what I have written down here? What does that say? Can you read my writing? Tension is talent unexpressed. Right. So, I <laughs> wrote that down from your book. And you happen to bring it up unsolicited 
<laughs> in the previous segment, <laughs> which is really cool, right? So um, I guess you could say I'm very tense, and now I'm going to feel that I have a lot of talent that's unexpressed, mm-hmm. right? Oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's a good thing. So I look at it like, um, okay, so if I need to bring this A game, and I'm having this meeting, and this is just a, you know, a, a, an example. I better, I better make sure that this tension comes out because that's talent unexpressed. This is what I'm getting paid for, mm-hmm. right? I need to bring it in this meeting. So right. it's a different way to look at it now, right? Mm-hmm. And then it becomes your friend, like you said, right? Yeah. Not, um, well, yes. It's, it, I think that's the way I feel about it. And, you know, when it's showtime, it's showtime, and you're on. Right. And you better come up with the goods. Yeah, you got you, you got to cheat a little bit, though, right? Because you got to experience it firsthand through acting. Yeah. So when it was showtime, you needed to bring it, regardless if you were the star or whatever role you had, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't say, oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, <laughs> I'm not ready. Oh, you know, hold on, hold on. You know, you, you got to bring it. Right? Yes. There's no excuse. Um, right. So you need to prepare for that. So what you said earlier about, well, yeah, I lost my place. Let me, sorry, guys. You need to also make sure you put that in perspective, right? You don't want to, you don't want to give a sense of insecurity or that you're not happy with your performance, right? Oh, no. Uh-uh. No, it's, yeah. it, it becomes a part of my just what I'm giving the audience, my personality and my my way of being up there. You know, it's a, I can be goofy and I do crazy things. So they, it, when I say something like, "What? Where was I? Oh yeah." So it, that it's part. It's not. It's, it isn't something that's hanging out there and everybody's wondering what is she doing. Right. It's all part of the character. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, you also mentioned earlier that. Um, you know, early on when you started, you know, your challenge was, you know, to build that trust in the first 15 minutes. And, you know, this, there may not be an answer to this question, but, you know, how do you go about doing that? You know, do you, do you own your content? You have to, you have to be the inspiring presence that you're trying to train. I mean, it must be a challenge, right? Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a combination of, having fun and self-deprecation and energy and inspiration and reaching yeah. out to them. And even when, even when I get the my very first seminar I did was IBM, and there was a guy there, you know, an older IBMer, and he sat there, came in, sat down with his arms crossed and looked at me with that look again, like, what am I doing here? And by the end of the day, he came up to me and he said, you know, I... You shocked me. I yeah. really like this. And I was yeah. just, yeah. I, oh. And that's most of the time. They get it. They may not like the ride, but by the end of it, they do. They I really think ev- get everyone it. wants to inspire and everyone uh-huh. wants an opportunity and everyone wants to be likable. Yeah. It's just there's no training for it. Well, no. yeah. Yeah, there, that's just is- it, right? Yes, there, there's, there's not in college. I taught at USC for 23 years. I didn't hear about a class that taught that to, especially corporation, if you're going to go work in the corporate life. Yeah. 
No um, way. So do you, do you find it challenging? I mean, where is your sweet spot? Is it with the actors? Is it with the corporate trainer, uh, training? Which part of your job description or do you kind of blend everything together? You know, I've crossed over the line so many times. I've combined the two. Everything, half of the things I do in the seminars, I've done with the kids at USC. Mm. Like there's an exercise I call my I am's. You have to make a list of 20, well, 25, I'll say, but things that you know about yourself. I am friendly. I am talented. I'm, I'm honest. I'm warm. I'm loving. So you make this list, and then each person had, with the seminar or in the class comes up, and they have to act out the word, I am warm. And hmm. they had to do it until the class said, okay, we, we get it. You sold it. That's tough. That's tough, yeah. That's tough. That is tough. That's a really good That's exercise. That's a good exercise. Yeah, yeah, that is a good exercise. But you must have people, like when you were at IBM, right? Yes. So, you know, you're working with... That's Charlie and mine's background. We're, we're technologists, IT for 30 some years. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so it was, it, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm pretty weird that I have IT, but then at night I was training to become a voiceover and taking improv and stuff. And right. it's not really the norm. And so when you went into IBM, I know the type of people that were in that group. Mm-hmm. How were you able to get them to come up because some of them are introverted and are, you know, I mean, it's not only just introversion, right? I'm extroverted, but yet I had the fear. I had really bad stage fright. You can be introverted and not have stage fright, but how are you able to like convince people to come up to play? Because that's not typically what a technologist is there for. Their plays not always in the vocabulary. It is sometimes, but not always. Well, I started in in marketing and sales, which lent themselves. They really needed to do that. They Mm. did. It incorporated more of the emotional side of the business. And then, but I've worked in all areas now, Mm -hmm. uh, design and development. So it's and with the the heads of corporations and the the, some of the, the associates, secretaries. So it's gone. It's. Everybody needs it, but your question, I understand your question is how do you get them to go? They're all in this together. That's what's great about it. There's 10 of them, and they're all up. They all have to start by standing in front of the camera and saying their name and what they do. Mm-hmm. So that creates a camaraderie. I'm in it. We're going to get through it. We're going to do it. And then I have some games, some fun things that we do as well to loosen everybody. And, again, it's my fun and at having been there and willing to go there and be silly and foolish and serious as well um, to share my moments with it just gets to them they yeah it gets them going inspired you know, them. Okay. certainly know the risks it's not make-believe right no no um, and no. so that's good uh, to share and then when they realize that then maybe they get it do you feel you have to when you have a group, also um, explain or find out from them what they can 
get out of the training? In other words, how would it benefit their career, their job, their business? Um, what is some of the reasons why? You know, you talk, like Eva was talking about IBM, why that technician would even want to be presenting his authentic self? Well, yeah, because he's going to make contact, and if he's making sales or talking to people about the workings of an IBM uh, uh, computer, then he's going to want to be able to really talk to them and reach out to them and make friends with them and really listen to their complaints or what they're saying. Some of the, some of the times they're just, they never make an expression, and they're kind of boring, and, you know, you, what, that's not inspiration uh, for a, a person who is making complaints about his computer. He wants to have the guy on his side. So it's got to build, up, loosen up their emotional responsibility. Yeah, man, if you can... Oh, I like that you, emotional responsibility. Yep, yeah, no, that's really Ooh. good. If you can get everybody in the room emotionally responsible, the world would change. Oh! Right? Oh, yes. my gosh, yeah. I think I just coined different. that phrase, absolutely. I'm writing it down. <laughs> you have to because that's a terrific phrase, emotional responsibility, because that's so true. That was one of the things that I found, and, and I know Charlie's the same. I mean, we were we were two peas in a pod working in technology. We were very different than a lot of people, but we were emotional, right? And yes. it made such a difference when you, even you were talking to different businesses within an organization when you could say to them, I feel your pain. Yeah, yes. what a difference. Yeah. And mean it. Yes. Um, yes. You know, um, go ahead. Did you have no, I was just going to hold up the book again because we are on Skype and just share presenting you. This is the tool. These are the tools we need. I love the one thing I was reading about um, sitting in the chair and actually feeling what it feels like. I mean, I do that sometimes out of panic, you know, and I'm just, <laughs> just kind of as a diversion. Um, yes. and everything is connected here right that where we do, do I with. where do I feel the chair yeah where, uh, where where is it on my back and where is it on my hips and where is it on my butt <laughs> where do I feel where is it warm and where where do I feel the air and all that that's all that's all sense memory that's that's the method acting ah. but it's also getting that leads to um, the senses I have uh, people make a list of five things they, they love to touch, to smell, to taste, to feel, to see. So that builds, so they write down these things. I love the redwoods. Oh, my, it's like standing with God. So that you make this list of things that you love, and that builds a foundation for your emotional expression. If you have this, this all this inside of you, then how can you not bring some of it out to share with the world. Uh, no, uh, I, I agree 100%. Oh, yeah. And this is the opportunity now to come out. Let's not leave the decisions to the people that are already out. <laughs> come out and join them, right? right. Um, yes. So yes. we have to take our final break, okay? We're not done yet. This is okay. a, a fantastic show. Lots of more to come. Please stay with us. We'll be right back with special guest, Lori Burton. Thank you. 
Let Charlie Labosco show you how to revolutionize your presence in the workplace. Charlie is looking to improve the workplace, and by that he means your relevance in it. Charlie has over 40 years in the corporate workplace. He has seen the unbelievable, mind-boggling, off-the-charts changes in technology, but no real change in our day-to-day and sometimes toxic workplace behavior. Charlie's mission is to revolutionize the workplace by providing the training and the tools needed to lead any organization regardless of your job description. For more about Charlie and how to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, visit charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. We are excited to be speaking with Lori Burton. She is the author of Presenting You, Use Skills from the Actor's Playbook to Master the Art of Communication. And you can learn more about Lori and her training at LoriBurtonTraining.com. And that's L-A-U-R-I-E, Burton, as in Richard Burton, as you said earlier, training.com. And so, Lori, you know, one of the things that I know in corporate, like it's always so important to have confidence. And what are some of your tips around feeling confident, especially if you don't necessarily feel very confident in the moment? Well, knowing, being able to express yourself builds confidence. Mm-hmm. That's really, if you're, if you're emotionally and energetically confident, wow, that's, that's major steps on the road. So, um, doing the things I just talked about with sense work and with, uh, uh, what you're passionate about, knowing what you're, when I ask people to make a list of 10 things they're passionate about, they never get past two or three. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That has a lot to do with knowing yourself and how, how your confidence level, your confidence factor, you know. Uh, it's, it's also looking at how you look at life. And that's just a basic thing that we let ourselves, uh, get away with in some instances. People, sometimes I think people are happy with just being down and miserable. Mm-hmm. And so they just let that go. That's their life. Seems but like it's easier. It's easier because then you, if you give off that, don't mess with me, I'm, I'm down or I'm depressed today, then people just, yeah, okay, let's leave, the, don't go near that one. And yeah. they get away with it. So they sort of just walk with their blindfold on through life. What a, oh, that just drives me crazy. I just want to help people get out of that hole. But, well, and that's what I love about the work that you're doing, and I'm so glad that you said that, because one of the things I know about myself is that because I had such bad stage fright, it really was around being vulnerable, about being scared of being judged, about being scared about coming out and letting my own personality out. And so you're so right when you say that, because it's all connected. As you help people unleash their ability to communicate, you're not just helping them in a meeting or presenting, you're helping them in their life, which is huge. Yes. And you yeah. just nailed the most important word that I've been um, on to for the last year and a half. And it's ever since I heard Bryn Brown talk about vulnerability on her, on her uh, TEDx talk. Which oh, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it's just yeah. awesome. 
vulnerability, when people think of being vulnerable, they think it's something bad that people are going to, they're going to be hurt by their vulnerability or that it doesn't lead to good things. Vulnerability is the key to success. If you're able to be vulnerable, your flower, that little bud will start to open and if you're open to it, all these things will start to blossom. But you have to be vulnerable and be let it allow allow it to come through you. It's 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 a a gift of being a human being is being vulnerable to life and how it affects you and working through that and and embracing your vulnerability because it's that's the where the emotions are is in your vulnerability and your willingness well, to express them. And people think. And I know that they thought this at work, that by being vulnerable, they were being weak or they were showing yeah. weakness. Right. And what I found was when I just started letting myself out and just being myself in meetings. And, you know, you can't say what you always think in every single oh, no. meeting, right? Because no, no, they'll no. kill you. And no. No, you <laughs> it would be suicide. Yeah. But on the other hand, when I started saying more of what I felt or, you know, took what I felt and then addressed it in a way that was productive, I was no longer as vulnerable as I had been when I was hiding. Right. Right. You know, I I think of the, well, I was one of them in class, and we would sit in acting class, and we would sit in a circle and talk about where we were, and I could never talk. There was, everybody was so much smarter, had so Mm -hmm. much more to say, and I sat there for the longest time until I said to myself, okay, you talk once. You say one thing each week, and I'll let you off the hook. This is me talking to me. Right. And that's where it started. That's where I started to gain confidence and feel the power and that I belong there and that I had just as much to offer. But I had to take part. I had to, I had to be vulnerable. I had to be exposed. So... You know, we all see this in our teams at work, and uh, there's always the person that does shy and withdrawn and doesn't say anything, and then there's the other one who's uh, all over the place and and mouthing off and the the prankster and the ha ha guy, <laughs> like all that. right, yeah. But um, yeah, that vulnerability is the. Oh, and I love what you were saying too about when you're in the circle, because actually, I was just writing this. I was writing this. Um, about that you go into this space of everyone that's speaking up must be smarter than me, must know more than me, mm-hmm. must be better than me in a zillion different ways. Yes. Isn't that something? What we do It really about? is. It's- yeah. It goes back to what you guys were talking about earlier about um, being confident and one of some of the tips and what I'm hearing from both sides is, well, for me, I need to even assess myself on a regular basis. In other words, am I coming out? Am I coming out with a purpose or am I just coming out to come out? Am I coming out to be the ha-ha guy or am I coming out to right. be the purpose? Or am I being vulnerable and coming out as mm. being vulnerable just to get sympathy? Or am I coming out for a purpose? All right? So it's a combination for me as I see it of uh, you know everything we talked about. But trying to make sure that I still have a job to do, right? Right. In general. Yes, and, and, and doing it in from the heart. 
You speak from the heart. Um, yeah. And that's what you were talking about. I, and also weighing the fact, you know, sometimes we, I come out and I just want to perform and let it be seen. I'm an actor after all. Yeah, <laughs> and, right. and it's not really that authentic. It's just my needing to show off. And I still do that. So um, you have to really look at it you to weigh it, you know, and it, it's, it's letting yourself, again, be in the moment and not try to affect how it's going to go. That's the best acting, just being. Well, it, one of the things that I talk about is that it's good to, on occasion, fail epically. Because I think so many times, so many of us are so afraid of the epic fail, but yet haven't ever had a real epic fail. Oh, well, I've had epic fails. <laughs> yes. well, me too, but <laughs> actually I get it, right? I get it. And that's why people kind of trash talk about it because they've never been there. Right. And so I think sometimes, you know, you're so afraid of it. But, you know, the, the thing is, is that you've had them, I've had them. And yet we survive them. Yes. Yeah. And, and so and, the point is the, about, you know, resiliency. Yes. And yes. Oh, yeah. Some people can't make that back. You know, they can't get back to where they, it does them in. So, yeah. uh, but what your book does is it helps. So as you're taking all these steps and you're building your confidence and you're learning how to get in touch with your authenticity and your book is, does this beautiful job of taking people through that step by step by step, as I'm sure your training does as well, that helps to build that authenticity and the courage in little increments. Mm, courage is really a good word. Yes, do you have the courage to stand up there and, and put yourself through some exercises that will really help you expand your the way you express yourself. Right. I, I like um, in the book, too, the feeling words. I like some of the tools and the exercises that you have yeah. here. Um, I recommend to everyone that they go to LaurieBurtonTraining.com and just contact her for no other reason than you need a teammate like Lori to help you with whatever you need to Let do. Let yourself out. Lori, right. this has been such a great conversation. I'm so bummed that our hour is up already. Me too. Yeah. I can't believe an hour went that fast. Oh, my goodness. It was. Yeah, fast. we'll have to uh, ask for you to return. Because I this will is be really more good. than happy to return. Um, oh. And we'll have to uh, practice so that when we do get back to <laughs> right. our game, we'll be a little more on our game. No, yeah. I, listen, your game is just fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good game. Yeah, no, and we had a great time, and we learned a lot from you. We get to cheat, and we just want to thank you so much. Thank you oh, so much, Lori. Have you. a great night. Yeah, have yes. a great rest of the day, and we'll speak again soon. Thank you so much. Take care. Wow, that was good, right? And, again, it was Lori Burton at LoriBurtonTraining.com. Yes, and that combination is, of acting and corporate. Right. And the book is presenting you, Use Skills from the Actor's Playbook to Master the Art of Communication. We highly recommend it. So this is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and have a great week, everyone. Bye.